Hey, everybody, just a quick message from Bob and Barker's Network. We would like to remind everybody that certain topics of discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. It does not matter where you stand, nor what it is you feel is grand. Magic is all around. Magic is never gone. And it is more than you will ever know. And trust us, and trust her. For here you will find that the lost of magics have never disappeared. Hello guys and welcome to our Friday night show with the Lost Magics and today we've got special guest Ken Allen from the Wizards Table. Now I have been wanting Ken to come up for a very long time since I've been watching him on Bold and Bonkers and other shows. He's absolutely awesome. We do not have his co-host and his um, other partner with him today which is Mistress B because she is in work engagements but we will try to get another show in the future where we can have both of them on so tonight we are going to be accompanied by lovely ken so today it's not going to be an interview guys it's more we're going to just talk facts about magic paranormal ken's practices and beliefs and a bit of mine as well you know we're just going to open to you about how amazing magic and how amazing spirits are whether that is of the light or the dark we're going to try to open up to you and show you that not everything is quite what it seems guys now from my experiences growing up i've always been led to believe that the sort of thing that can follow is something you shouldn't follow it's dangerous it means you love the devil blah 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 that is not what ken's about okay ken is a very fascinating guy I have learned quite a lot from him and I am starting to open up more to what demonic spirit actually properly is because I believe in the demonology side, they don't explain what demonic spirits are and what this, what demonic spirits can actually bring in beneficial ways. And Ken is one of these people that could open up to you and talk to you about these things. So we're going to have lots of just really interesting talks. If you want to ask us questions, you can. So Ken, Really lovely to have you on the show tonight, and how are you? I'm good, baby, and I appreciate you letting me come on, girl. Anytime. I've been dying to get you on. You must have seen me in the chat a few times. Ken, come on my show. Ken, every time you was on. Yeah, yeah. I saw you there, and here I am, baby. Yep, he's here, finally, and I am really honoured to have (laughs) you here. So, Ken, why don't you start off first with telling the guys a little bit about yourself for anyone that's new that doesn't know who you are? Well, uh, Lord have mercy. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I am uh, in southern United States. I'm in north. (laughs) I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. All right, baby. I'm in North Florida. Uh, You probably noticed that accent. It's all gravy, right? Uh, Which means it's okay. (laughs) All gravy, baby, means it's okay. It's a southern thing, y'all. But and I say y'all a lot and I say baby a lot. Hey, it's a southern thing. Anyway. 
I am an occultist. I am a practicing sorcerer, and I've been practicing the occult in one form or another since I was about 11 years old. I am now 46. Got a birthday coming up in October. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm on October, baby bitch. And uh, my mother, who recently crossed over uh, on July 16th, yeah, that hurt me pretty bad. I was out. Of, oh, I, I, I was I was decommissioned for a while after that. But my mother is Sicilian. She's Sicilian, and uh, her mother and her mother's mother, et cetera, et cetera, they practice what's called strega. Strega is uh, Italian slash Sicilian folk magic. So that's where I first got exposed to any kind of uh, magical occult type practices. But um, branching off from uh, strega, I started uh, going out on my own, so to speak, and working with uh, Various various types of entities, demonic entities especially, but always always been attracted to demonic entities. Always been attracted to the concept of Lucifer or Hasatan, Satan, basically. Yes. Um, you know, so yeah, eleven years old, forty six, been practicing the occult. Boom, boom, boom. Here I am. Exactly. And it is a very fascinating thing that you, it's a very fascinating faith that you follow and you do, which is, it really does intrigue me because obviously, like I said at the beginning, like, I don't like, obviously through where I live in the UK, it's very Christian orientated here. So a lot of what we believed, and my nan is a Christian and went to church. So we was always led to believe that Satanists or occultists, anybody like that are very dangerous. Don't entertain them. Don't entertain demonic spirit. Don't do this. Don't do that. But I've always been a very open person and I will make my own judgment on what I see and what I think. Okay, now Absolutely. I have both light and dark energy. I don't personally work with dark energy, but that's because I've never fully understood what they are. <clears throat> I know them to the extent of a Christian way, but I do not know them the proper way like you do. So for me, it's always been light work, but I do have, like, obviously I'm a witch, as a lot of you guys know, okay, so that. Anyone that knows about witches knows that when you work with magic, we both use both elements. We use light and we use dark. Okay? It can't work without. Okay? It's all about balance. You know, light is not stronger than the darkness and darkness is not stronger than the light. They are equal balances. Okay? So we would not have this world and we would not be the people that we are today if we did not have both. That's how I look at it. 100%. 100%. Uh, but we're on the right way. I could, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, hundred percent. And I also don't believe in absolutes. I don't believe in absolute good, absolute no. evil. Yeah, I don't believe in absolutes. Nothing could exist that way. Nothing. Like when people come up to me and go, "Okay, well, light is um, good, good things, and dark is uh, bad things." I'm like, "No, don't, don't be um, fooled by that." A light energy can be just as dangerous as a dark energy. A dark energy can be just as nice as a light energy. It really is how you portray your magic, your work, and your respect to that energy at that time. That's what I believe. So, it, it, And the only thing, you know, with regards to good and bad, the only thing that makes it good and bad is the practitioner. That's what I'm saying, it, yourself. Like, obviously, yep. you've got your energies here, like you've got your light energy, you've got your dark energy. If you're putting a, ne a negative feeling into what you're doing, a light energy will work in a negative way, just as an, a, a dark energy would. Okay, it, it, it is about how you manifest your power to them, because obviously, when you work with them, 
they go by your summonsing. They go by your word, what you're wanting. So anyone that comes up to you and goes, well, dark energy is bad and white energy is good. It's not, guys. It really is the practitioner and the person that does the magic itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what is really important to understand. Now, in my time, I've come across a lot of people that have been very negative about people such as Ken and their beliefs and stuff. And like I said, I've been led to believe that they're not good people to be around. And it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> it, it, literally, it is. Okay. These guys are awesome. Ken is absolutely awesome. He's very acknowledgeable. And, you know, like all of this crap, like, oh, if you, if you work with demonic, you do this, your soul summons to hell for eternity. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> like, literally, it doesn't happen like that. It really is your intentions and your working that makes these energies do what they do. So, it's all in, in here and in mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. If you want to be good and you want to use a white energy or you want to use a dark energy, it will do that goodness that you're asking if you're putting out the good. If you're doing a negative, it will do negative. It doesn't matter if you're white or if you're dark. They are just elements of who we are. Okay? Mm -hmm. And the energies are no different. They are elements of this world. They are elements of us. It's how you use them. Yeah. Do you agree, Ken? Oh, yeah, girl. Baby? Girl? Honey? Baby yes, girl, honey. honey. <laughs> We're going to go 100%, sweetheart. You got it, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, girl, you said a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. I am, a, I am, even though I'm not 100% on what you do, like I don't understand it fully, I am very educational and I do take on a lot of what people say and I have, like, watched you and listened to you and I find you very interesting and through my own practices and my own own ways like I've come into contact with demonic spirit where I've had to remove them and they really are not the energy that people portray them to be out yes, exactly the, the energies that I went with were causing the family that I went to havoc and they it did need to be removed but they like where people say that demonic spirits are not capable of emotion feeling and all this yes they are yeah, hundred percent. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, angelic, the so-called angelic celestial spirits can be just as fucking dangerous as a demonic. And, and, and I have experience. I've dealt with that before. I've dealt with uh, angelic. I've had to banish angelic spirits before for harassing people. Yeah, that's what I had to do with like the demonic that was in the house that I went to. There were several of them, but. I did get attacked, but the reason I got attacked is because the person that was going through the problem did not be honest about what was going on. So to that, it looked like the spirit mm -hmm. was being mocked. So I was attacked because I was trying to help to remove the energy. I wasn't trying to hurt it. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful to it. I was trying to remove it from that. I ended up getting blood poisoning, crosses upside down on my neck. I ended up in hospital and nearly died. And that did not turn me away from demonic. That made me want to understand and know them more. Because there's reasons to why they act out the way that they do. Well, and you it's also I mean? been my experience that a lot of human, human spirits will try to pose as uh, non-human entities uh, because they're in a position where they can. Yeah, no, and I 100% do agree with that. I have had it where I've come into communication with normal spirits. I do see, communicate, and I can talk and things like that, okay, with them. 
And, you know, I've had experiences with what you would class as good spirit or normal spirit that have been just as bad as demonic spirits. And they do very much portray themselves as being demonic. They'll say that they're demonic. They'll say this, they'll say that. And a lot of it is because they don't want people to be latched onto them. They don't want to be treated like circus acts and things like that. If you're coming into a location and you're disrespecting them and you're treating their home and treating them like they're like jokes and things like that they're going to do things to scare you to get you the fuck out of their own that's, that's yeah how because it a lot of these a lot of these locations it's their homes it's their place of it business is. where they felt comfortable where they want to be so of course they're going to do whatever they can to defend and protect themselves if it's posing as a demon or a devil or satan himself whatever they're going to do it i mean fuck i'd do it too baby Exactly. I'm sorry, I'd do it. I'd do it if somebody's coming into my home and pissing me off or disrespecting my property or moving things that are not theirs and things. I'd, I'd do the same because it's scared. A lot of people, and I noticed this in the paranormal field, a lot of people, every time something minute negative that happens, it's always blamed on demonic and all them sort of things. When it's, in my mind, I'm telling it's a bloody normal spirit. Normal spirit. Like when they go... You get three scratches, that means you've been scratched by the devil. You've been scratched by the yeah. devil. And that's bullshit, Normal too. That's bullshit, too. can scratch you for Absolutely. Months, okay? Especially if they've been dead for a long time. They, 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 when you're dead for that long, four, five, six, seven, eight, a hundred years, whatever, um, and they learn. They learn how to manipulate the, the, the physical realm, the physical environment. I mean, I'm I'm definitely the type of person that would pretend to be a demon if I was a spirit. Fuck yeah, bitch, get out of my house. Who the fuck you think you are up in this mug? Yeah, no, and I, I would as well. Like, because obviously, like, when you're doing, like I've always said to people, when you do things like investigations and that, go in there with respect, yeah? You, you res respect their home how you would expect your home to be respected when someone comes into it, you know? And, um... I've always said be respectful to light and dark energy, okay? That they're, they're, they're equal. They're, there is no one better than the other. That they're, they're, they're equal in my eyes. So for me, having those experiences where a lot of people would have run and they've been like, I, I, I don't want to um, do paranormal anymore because I got attacked by a demon. I done it. I didn't. I went the opposite direction. I wanted to learn about them more. And... Um, I wanted to understand why it reacted like that and, and things. You know, I've had to spit a dick. <gasps> Dash! On your bed! Excuse me a minute. I think somebody's at my door. Um, keep talking, Ken, and talk about your remedy. Uh, there's a demon now. Anyway, <laughs> that's some funny shit. Uh, so uh, some of the stuff we haven't, brought up yet because uh she's fucking i love sherry she's cool as shit um i'm i'm not a satanist a lot of people think i'm a satanist but i am a luciferian there's a difference between satanism and luciferianism but no i i really don't want to get into all that tonight because that's a big big jar to open baby big jar to open with full a lot of hot sauce but as a practitioner of the call, I will tell you what 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 are demons? A lot of people, well, what are demons? What are they? What is this energy? So if you ask someone someone who 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 practices, or if you ask someone who follows Christianity, Judaism, Islam, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they will tell you demons are from Hasatan, 
Satan, Satyan, the devil. Okay. Actually, what demons are is they're actually ancient pagan gods. For example, Belial is an ancient Canaanite god. Belial, Canaanite. Beelzebub, Canaanite. Um, then you get into the uh, Astaroth. Astaroth, for example. Astaroth uh, is actually a female, not a demon. Astaroth is a goddess, Inanna, or Astarte. So what happened, basically what happened was um, a lot of, the, when the organized religion started to march upon the uh, pagan tribes in the Middle East, they turned their gods into demons. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. So Belial became a demon. Beelzebub became a demon. The Lord of Flies. You've heard that mentioned a lot, I'm sure. And uh, Astaroth was considered to be a great duke of hell, the infernal realm hell. Astaroth uh, actually comes from uh, Astarte, an ancient pagan god. And even before Astarte, it was Inanna, Inanna, a mother goddess, a mother goddess. And that's true. So ancient, so demons are actually ancient pagan gods who have been demonized by the onslaught of organized religion, Christianity, Judaism, uh, uh, Islam. And of course, the word demon, as most of you probably already know, comes from the Greek diamon or daemon, which means a lesser god but a higher spirit, a lesser God that is replete, replete with wisdom. Socrates talked about it. Socrates had, uh, talked about it extensively. In fact, Socrates uh, had a personal diamond or daemon and believed that every man, woman, and child had their own personal daemon. So the word demon comes from the Greek word daemon which means replete with wisdom and one that is a lesser God, but a higher spirit. Hey baby, you back. Yeah. Like some, some idiot on my doorstep trying to chat me up now because he's pissed out of his head and whatever. Go, no, please open the door. I was like, go away. I'm engaged. I've got a boyfriend. I've never been interested in you. Why are you knocking at my door? Go away. And he wouldn't bloody leave. He wanted to have sex, girl. They ain't having sex. I've got a I've been with him, never been interested, and I don't understand why he's fucking knocking my door. Go away. <laughs> that thing's horny. That thing is horny. I can't stand men like that. And he's pissed out of his head, which is another thing. Nah, go away. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Mm-mm. Takes all kinds, girl. Oh, yeah. But I've got my man and I'm happy, you know what I mean? So not interested. So back to Ken. Hopefully he's not going to knock again. I do apologise about that, guys, but it got to the point that my dog was going nuts and barking. Well, I think I, I tried to tell him, I tried to tell him a little bit while you were going about uh, the origin of demons and stuff like that. So hopefully, hopefully I was able to get the point across. Talk about your, you know, you can continue and I'll just listen, like, because I find it fascinating as well. Um, I, I, I didn't mean to leave you like that, but he was annoying my dog. 
and I tend up telling them to f off, like go away, like. Yeah, don't feel bad. I got twenty. Okay, I got twenty-two cats. I own twenty-two cats. Now they all live up. Yeah, I ain't like a girl, but they don't live in the house. I have one who lives in the house. The rest of them live outside. I take really good care of them. I feed them, whatever. I got a cat that lives in the house. This cat is called what's called, what's called a Maine Coon. A Maine Coon. Oh wow! Yeah, no, they're now, meant to be pretty cool cats, aren't they? They're huge. They're freaking yeah. massive. This she is like five months old and and she is this big already. This big. Yeah, now the average girl. weight on a female mancoon is seventy five to eighty pounds. I can't wait. I love a big cat. Oh yeah, and I just like I've got dogs, but I do like cats as well. I have had cats in my in in, in my past, so I like any sort of animal. I'm an animal lover, to be quite honest. So now I used to raise wolves, legitimately. Legitimately, I used to raise wolves, and they're amazing. Animal wolf. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. But, but anyway, I was telling them about the origin of the word demon. You know, diamond, yeah. daemon. It comes from the Greek, replete with yeah, wisdom, yeah, yeah. Uh, lesser than a god, but more than a, a a spirit. Whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I was just kind of filling the gap with. But you're back now, so hi. Yes, I am. <laughs> so hi. Hello. I don't. I don't know what it is. I really don't know why people are like that. I really don't. Because you're a witch, and you're giving out this energy. You're giving out this energy, and they think, "Ooh, I want her cooter." The thing is. Is I was with an I was with an ex part I was with an ex partner when he first ever come on to like setting eyes on me and we were friends with someone that he was very good mates with. Now he always mm-hmm. tried to say that he liked me. Now I said I wasn't interested. He's a druggie and all that sort of thing. I said please. And I was up the shop the other day and I hadn't seen him for about two years and his eyes nearly fell out of his head and now he's standing on my doorstep telling me I really like you and you should have me. I'm like I'm not interested. I'm engaged. I'm getting married. <laughs> And I have got the best man in the world. Go away. Why are you on my doorstep? No. That's right. He wouldn't bloody go. He wouldn't go. He's gone now, but... Does he look like a wool burger? He looks like a knob. What's that mean? That's an English thing, girl. A woolly burger is an American thing. What's that mean? Somebody that you do not entertain or get into the life with. Stay away. (laughs) You know... (laughs) <laughs> I, I no 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 no. I'm too high class for that. Okay. Me, uh, no no no. You right there with me because my mother was a very classy woman and she taught me yeah. the same shit, girl. She was like, hold your standards high, son. Yeah. And literally, and that just you know, my my partner's probably watching this stream at the moment, wondering why the hell like random a random man's turning up on my doorstep because he needs to come over there and whoop his ass. That's what I would do. It's, let me, girl. I've been with my husband for 22 years. If some son of a bitch came up to my house, I'm a, oh Kevin, oh Kevin, okay, Kevin, hell, motherfucker, I got a 12 gauge aimed at your asshole. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. that bitch. It just annoys me because, like, he's not he's not done that for years. He's not turned up on my doorstep or anything like that. And then just because he see me in the shop, he thinks he's got the right to come out and try. Like, no. Maybe he's smoking crack. Y'all got crack in England? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't literally entertain stuff like that. Like no, but hmm. um, it must be that witchy effect. Okay, you pull people in. People they become attracted to your vibe and stuff. I guess you know what I mean. Like I get a lot of people that even online they'll come up to me and go, "You're so beautiful. What is it about you so captivating?" Oh my god, I'd marry you, and it's like no. I'm trying to help you. I'm not asking you to propose to me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. It's mad. You you don't have any lesbianotic tendencies? Lesbianic tendencies? Um, <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, in the past, when I was younger, I've, I've had an experience with a female, yes. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. in the past. But I am, I, was... more, I, am a, I am for men. Literally, yeah. but I do well, find I do think women are beautiful, and yeah, you know, they are. each each body should be um, uh, acknowledged as beautiful as art. Yeah, you know, worshipped, acknowledged, and and stuff sure. like that. You know, there's beauty in in both. Okay, Absolutely. So I just yeah. personally don't go off with women and things like that. I like my men, but yes, no, I don't. Younger, I had an experience with a female. Yeah. I don't blame you, girl. I, 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 the men, yeah. I don't blame you, girl. I'm right there with you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> they just have so much more to give to you. I'm sorry, but they do. I, you, girl, you ain't never lie. I definitely get a lot more to give to you. You ain't never lie. There's a lot more to work with there. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Definitely. Right, back to we're going through all stages. We did warn you. That's why we put a discrimination <gasps> thing up, guys, so that you so you don't get, like, freaked out. Like, this is an open talk, and you're seeing the real us, you know. Um, it was really interesting to talk about, because we was actually talking about the fact that we're not part of occults and stuff like that, okay? Now, one of my problems with occults is the, is the sex side, okay? Now, where I've been through certain things in my life, that would not be very good for me. And um, I think that they push that onto you that uh, as a belief. And I don't believe that that's involved in that. That's just people's tendencies and them wanting to take advantage of other people. I'm not saying that sex isn't good and, you, you know, all that. But no. I be- I'm one of these people that I'm to one person. I don't like to be to many. I like to be to one person and one person only. That is just, that's how I am. Right. I like I I'll happily say I do stand and go to rivers and stuff and I'll stand in the in a river naked at at a full moon. Of course I will. Uh, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than being naked in moonlight. But when it comes to sex and stuff like that, no, I'm not, I'm, unless it's my partner, I'm not interested. Like, yeah, no, I, I I agree. I agree. I'm right there with you. And yeah. I have heard you say this, and I do believe in this as well. That sex is one of the most powerfulest frequencies in magic. Oh, yeah. Sex magic is freaking phenomenal, especially if you practice what's called, well, with my traditions, demonic sex magic. Ooh, baby, you can can lift mountains with that shit. The, The amount of power. If you could harness, shut the door, son. If you could harness the amount of power in an orgasm, you yeah. could literally levitate a fucking mountain. Oh yeah, definitely, and I I one hundred percent agree that like um magic isn't a magical thing, yeah, okay, but magical is from us, okay. So we 
perform the magic or you make the magic happen. So why can you not do it through things that you enjoy, like sex and That's right. things like that? It, it, it's, um, it's a very intimate way for magic in my eyes. Like it, And it's something that I most definitely want to try more. Uh, I don't know what my partner would think to that. But like even just like laying there and you're having sex with your partner and you're manifesting something that you want to happen something to go right you you manifest that through your through your sex phase with them you know like yeah there's a, there's there's a lot of rituals uh, you know this there's a lot of rituals that can be done uh with regards to sex magic um even even those who are into and i'm not into that shit but you know i'm not knocking anybody that is bds and m you know uh you know bob wire and beating the shit out of each other and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I, hey, I if that's your thing, you know, if that's your thing, rock it out. Rock it out. You know, I don't do bar, I don't do barbed wire, but <laughs> I, am, I am I am quite kinky. <laughs> yeah. So but no, no, not I wouldn't go to that extent. Barbed wire. Hey, I'm in the I'm in the south. I, I we got plenty of barbed wire down here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you're squeamish and you like blood. Okay, guys, because there there could be a very big chance that you will see blood doing that, like especially if yeah. you get really intimate. But yeah, no. Um, what a random conversation we're having. We've gone from talking about demons. It's okay. About I mean, well, it's okay. It's okay. We're just being us. We're just being ourselves. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can see this because my lighting is not really good but I can now see you, it not fully but I can see that you've got a very dark black book that you're holding yeah that is the satanic bible by Anton Zandor LaVey this is the hardback leather cover version this book yeah. sells for anywhere uh, between three to five hundred bucks yeah well I can imagine that it is expensive because it's not really something that uh, you can get old or visit, really. No, no. Yeah. I, I had to order this off of eBay. And, uh, you know, if you go to Amazon, you can buy the Satanic Bible for less than 10 bucks all day long, the paperback, you know. But I paid so, over, I paid $250 for this book. Wow. But, yeah. but it must be worth the money. And I bet you've learned it a is lot worth from it. 100%. And, um, yeah, I believe the Satanic Bible, Anton Zandor LaVey, uh, Satanism, Levian Satanism. I believe in percent of what's written in this book, and I believe in ninety-eight percent of the teachings of Satanism by Anton Zander Levay. If that makes me a Satanist, I don't fucking care. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Who are yeah. you? Who are you? And Good, exactly. fine. I'm and a Satanist. And just having those 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 words and those categories to your names doesn't make you a bad person, guys. Like I know Absolutely a lot of people not. Some saying this so that they're really bad. They 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 curse you. They do things. They blood. They uh, sacrifice you. No, not all of them. No, not all of them. No, right? that doesn't there happen. There are so many different practices in that that people do. Let me tell you. According to Levian Satanism in this book, a human. Yeah. There is a chapter. If you've never read this book, go out and buy the damn book, y'all. There is a chapter on, actually, I, this is my 15th time, 15th time rereading this book, because I like to keep this shit fresh, y'all. But um, I am reading the chapter about uh, human sacrifice. All right. 
Now, yeah. let me explain that. That doesn't mean you're literally killing somebody and sacrificing them and cutting their throat and yeah, which is what a lot of people it. play it as, don't they? They think exactly. they're killing someone and. Human sacrifice in Levian Satanism means basically, hey, you're putting a curse on this motherfucker that really fucked you over, pissed you off, or hurt one of your family members. That's yeah. all that is. Yeah. You're not literally going out and tying this person up and taking him to an abandoned warehouse and cutting his throat and sacrificing him. That's not what that shit's about. It's about putting a curse on. And there is curses in this shit. Look, curses are necessary sometimes. Sometimes you have to utilize curses. Uh, knowing how to heal is good, but you have to also know how to curse if you're going to heal somebody. Does that make sense, Sherry? Yeah, yeah, it does, because it's both elements, isn't it, at the same Like, I, I can't personally say that I've ever put a curse on someone, but I have done it where if somebody's done something really bad and to somebody else, I've, I've sent it back on them tenfold and stuff like that. So you kind of are sending that curse back to them, but I've, I've not done it in the way that... I've return to sender. That's what I call it. Return to sender. Yeah, and and to one, sender. one of the things that. I'll do is I'll get I'll get a black candle. I'll get a black candle and I will roll and I will I will rub that motherfucker down with olive oil. Yeah. And I will spit on that fucking candle. All my hatred and all my disdain for that person. I will spit it on that fucking candle. And then I'll take that candle and I'll roll it in crab, uh, crab shell powder. What is basically what that is is a crab that I've found on the beach. Usually a dead crab, and I will crunch, crush that motherfucker up in a mortar and pestle, and I will oil that candle down, spit on that candle, or roll that motherfucker up in uh, uh, the crab shell powder. Because crabs walk backwards, okay? Crabs walk backwards. So this is hoodoo shit. This is folk magic. So you yeah. light that candle, and you put all your hatred and your pissivity <laughs> into that fucking candle. Guess what? That's a return to sender spell. Whatever that motherfucker did to you. It will go back to him, not threefold, but nine fucking times over. Yeah, see, with us it's tenfold. So, like, we do the same similar, like, sort of thing. Like, I will use black candles to send back to sender. I normally write down um, onto the candle. I write down what they've done and what's happened to me, and say I want this to be returned in tenfold. Blah blah blah, and it it goes back. Okay, I put different oils on there and different. Herbs. I don't have on, on. I don't have face paint on. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. Well, I mean, you've got face paint on. Shrimp, shrimp shack said, "I I love Ken's face paint." <laughs> oh, it might just be the shadow, like because it's the, the shadow. Light, I think he commented the last time I was on uh, the show with uh, Bald and Bonkers. He said, "I love Ken's paint or face paint." No, brother, I you you cool, bro. Don't get me wrong, but I ain't got on a face paint on. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, it is literally the uh, the, the the camera guys. He's not got face paint on. <laughs> we know that. But no, the only person paint in this family is my husband. He's a professional drag queen or female impersonator, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So he would probably use makeup and stuff, guys, and make yeah. himself look beautiful. But and next Saturday he will be in drag because at the club down the road there's an all-male review that we are going to, and he will be dressed up in full drag. By the way, Sherry, I'm going to send you some pictures of him in full drag. It's fucking phenomenal. I, you know, I find stuff like that really fascinating. And I'm one of Isn't it awesome how they can do that shit? Their beliefs or anything like that. I, I'm a very open book to anybody and everything. You know what I mean? I just think that everybody's phenomenal and everybody's got 
their quirky ways. I just think it's amazing. So that would be very interesting to see. Yeah, I do live in the dark, Smith family. By the way, got to give a shout out to Smith Family Paranormal. I love those guys, Hello, Chad Smith. Hello, Smith Family. They're they're good we people. We better do a little shout really out. We haven't shouted anyone out yet, have we? So we've got Smith Family, Shrimp Shack. We've got Van Helsing. Hello. I love the Van Helsing. Yeah, that's really really cool. Doctor Death. That's one of my partner's friends. Doctor um, Death. I love that. <laughs> Animal Wolfman, hello. How are you? Oh, that sounds sexy. Dad. Hello, Animal Wolfman. Huh? Animal Wolfman. Yes. Mac is great. So, a big shout out to all of you. Thank you for coming in and um, supporting us and everything. That's really awesome. So, how did I talk about. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. How, so, like, obviously, like I said I said to you earlier, I'm one of these that are quite new to what you do as well. So how would you perceive a demonic spirit? Obviously, like I said, there's a light and dark energies and, <clears> and things like that. I, I how, would I perce- how would I perceive a demonic spirit? Uh, I would perceive a demonic spirit as being a god because that's right. what they are. Um, and I, I said this when you had to go to the door and, and run off that freak. Um, demonic. <laughs> Basically, what a, de- a demon is, is an ancient primordial, primordial. I didn't say that, but I'm saying it now. A demon is an ancient primordial god. They're gods. They're pagan for all intents and purposes yeah. because of the definition of paganism. Uh, they are ancient primordial gods. They are the elder gods of the elder gods. So, as I was saying earlier, um, for example, Belial. Beelzebub. These are ancient Canaanite gods who were demonized by organized religions, such as the, you know, the, with the, with, with the onslaught of Christianity and Judaism and even Islam. The jinn, the jinn, I have a personal, I have a jinn, uh, a jinn guardian, a personal jinn guardian. Some people have guardian angels. Some people have whatever the fuck, you know, ancestors and shit. I have a guardian, a jinn, and I have a couple guardian demons. But, yeah, it's it's the onslaught of organized religion. Doesn't matter what religion, Christianity, Islam, Judaism. These are ancient gods that are indigenous to the Middle East. For example, again, Belial, Beelzebub, um, Beelzebuf. You know, you can say his name a hundred different ways. It's it's written a hundred different ways. These are these are ancient Canaanite gods, and then there's Phoenician gods, and there's even demons in Egyptian uh, in the Egyptian Egyptian pantheon, uh, Pazuzu in Mesopotamia, Sumeria. These are gods. You know, they're 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 not demons in the Christian uh, sense of the word demon. But Does the that thing make is, sense? That that's the problem with a lot of religion, and that they 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 make their own tag and name upon something, don't they? They don't really give the full extent of what they because they don't know. I mean, look, like, they don't know. They don't know, baby. They don't know, girl. They, Sherry, don't, they don't know because the thing is, if you're putting yourself out there as a fucking demonologist, okay, what are you? How are you studying the demon? Oh, are you coming from strictly a Christian? A Christian background? Are you studying it strictly from a Christian perspective? Then you're fucking wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You need to study demonology 
from Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism. If you're only coming at it from Catholicism, you're a fucking idiot. And I want to punch you in the goddamn face for being so fucking ignorant. Yeah, no, and it is very, that is very true. Like, um, when, it, like, people when they say they've studied demonology, they've done it through Christianity. Like, I'm not mocking anyone that does do that. If you do it just through Christianity, that is really up to you. But, you know, when you're going to do that and you're going to be working with demons, you do need to learn and know every aspect of demons. And there are Absolutely. thousands and millions of demons in so many different, in different countries, different religions. And, you know, like when you hear this crap that oh well because we're in England or we're in America we only get Christian or whatever there are demons from other countries that roam are playing here as well okay that's and, right um, that's right you d- you should have a full understanding of all types of demon and what I they are I want to tell you I want to tell you a story I want to tell you a story yeah go on um I don't know how many years ago it's been now almost ten years ago I had a young couple contact me. Through a friend of a friend of a friend. That's how usually people get in touch with me. Of course, now, you know, with my podcast, The Wizard's Table, it's a little different. But, you know, this was before the podcast that I started. But they contacted me. It was a younger couple. They had a young child, a baby still in the uh, in the crib or whatever. And uh, they were they were they were having some uh, paranormal activity in their home. Well, come to find out this particular house used to be a Catholic church. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason they left, the, the, you know, the Catholic church went on and I think they got a new a cathedral style church or some shit, whatever. But this young couple moved into this church. And uh, anyway, they called me and it's like, you know, we're having issues. So I was like, I, I was talking to him on the phone and I said, well, tell me what, what the fuck's going on. When our windows are opening and closing, our toilets are flushing. Our, 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 the, the spigots in our bathroom and in our kitchen are turning off and on. Um, some of the books are flying off the shelves. I was like, okay. So I said, well, what about any physical problems? No, no, nothing physical. A nudge here and there, but nothing harmful. All right. So I went over to their house. It took me a while to get over here, over, over there because I was fucking busy as hell. But I finally got over there. Pretty looking couple. He was hot. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't tell him that. But I finally got over there. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I feel this shit. I fucking feel it. So one of my patron demons is Orobos. Orobos. Look up the name, Orobos. O-R-O-R-A-B-O-S. Orobos. And so... What I did was I got in a semi-trance state using a hand drum. I beat that fucking hand drum at 220 yeah. beats per minute. That puts you in a theta. Put your mind into what's called a theta state. Theta. Yeah. Where you're very receptive. So I met my demon. State. Yeah, I met my demon. I met my demon. And he's like, uh, not in so many words, of course. He's like, Ken, this, 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 is, this is not a dead person. This is not another demon. This is an angel. So basically, long story short, what I found out was it was a celestial spirit. It was an angel who was pissed off that this house was no longer a fucking Catholic church. So he decided to show his goddamn ass. Yeah. 
So were they, was this couple married? They were married. They were married. And um, I did banish the I did banish the angel with the help of Orobos. Orobos. So okay. I banished the I banished I banished uh, the the angel with a demon. Yes, yes, you can do that. Yes, it's not always it's not just the other way around. You can banish demons with angels. No, baby, I banished the angel with the help of a demon. They've been fine That's ever what since. But like, like I said earlier, both energies are equal. Like you can use angels to remove demons. You can re use demons to remove angels. They are equal. They're not. No one's better than the other. Like they're they're all um, higher energy, aren't they? Really. Like, That's right. You, you know, even though people say demons are low class or low lower. Case, low, they they try to say they're low frequency, low frequency. Low I get frequency. so fucking tired of that new age bullshit. Oh, it's a yeah. low frequency entity. Bitch, lick my ass. They are just as high powered as what an angel is. And Oribus, Oribus is a prince. He's a fucking yeah. prince of the of the infernal realm. O R O B A S, Oribus. Look him up. Look up his sigil. It's powerful. It's amazing. It's glorious. You know, um, I he, love he's, sometimes he will appear as a horse. He will appear yeah. as a horse. And the thing about Oribus is he will protect the sorcerer from the influence of other spirits and other demonic entities. He will protect you. He's very protective of the person uh, or persons that he uh, that he works with. Yes. Yeah. And he rules, he rules over 20 legions. He rules over 20 legions of demons, by yeah, the way. he does. I have actually um, read up about him a little bit. He, he Isn't he great? He's very high. He's very high class. Like literally, even though like a lot of you would look at me like, oh, he's really bad. He's dangerous. This, that. No, he's very high class. Okay, guys. And uh, like I said, I respect both light and dark energy, and um, they all should be treated equally. Um, I am really glad that I heard you say about um, that you 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 used your drum to summons out things and to, to help the situation. I'm I'm the same. Through a lot of my magic. And when I want to manifest my magic and I want my magic to do what I need it to do, I use my drum. I've got drums. I have actually got tongue drums that I've just bought as well now that are really, really cool. And not only is it really good in magic, but it's really good in your divine self as well, in yourself. Okay, It, it enhances mm -hmm. your energies, your, your your ways. It helps to manifest your magic within you. Um, music and yes. uh you know in spirituality is is the one of the most amazing aspects to to get where you want to get i i must i do agree with that most definitely so it's good that yeah. you like drums uh shrimp shack they are one of the best instruments to use when you're doing magic and they magic. are because as yeah. human beings yeah, yeah yeah that well it's that beating a drum at 220 beats per minute that when you hear when you well, exactly when yeah. you listen to that when you listen to 220 beats per minute for a lengthy period five minutes ten minutes whatever it, that is all it takes to put your mind into a theta state you don't need psilocybin mushrooms you don't need all this other stuff I, I have nothing against using that I mean I've used peyote before but that's all you need because that that beat that boom 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 220 beats yeah. per minute we will put you into a theta state. Boom, baby, you're gone. You are fucking gone. 
Yeah, and I use it. I do use my I use my drums and I you know, like through my magic and that to manifest and make it more powerful. Some I use drums to uh, get rid of certain things that I don't want as well, you know. And it, it it's a very powerful experience when you do it that way. It, it it's absolutely amazing. You should buy one. Buy a drum. You don't even have to be spiritual yeah, to buy a yeah. drum and to make make an effect, okay? You can Anyone can play a drum to protect themselves. And yeah, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You know, I do no. have one from a, uh, I have a Tonga Siberian style drum, but it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Just get something with also, a good tone. I don't just use um, drums as well. I also use tambourines. Yeah. I do yeah, well. ISIS. That's some, that's some ISIS I'm energy right there, baby. There you go. All right. I bet it sounds beautiful. Yes. But I don't use the I don't use the knocker. I use my fingers because you can okay. get a lot more out of your hand. I move my hand across it and it, I can get this. For sure. And it, it, it's absolutely it's amazing. And then, like I said, I've got my tongue drums as well, which they're metal, but when you play them, the sounds that come out of it, they give you that vibrational sound. So it really helps you with your meditation and for relaxation and and things like that. I'm very big about making people feel good and also helping as well obviously hello living history how are you darling but music you to another world on it baby yeah music music is 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 the way of life guys even if you don't really know how to play a drum properly just banging it and that it really does lift that that energy up you will learn to play it believe me it will learn you to play it yeah yeah definitely definitely um so, you're, you do investigations as well, Ken? You've, uh, well, um, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, I'm, in, I'm in North Florida. I actually live in Tallahassee, Florida, is where I'm at. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Oh, yeah. Heavily wooded area. Uh, Tallahassee takes care of its trees, oaks, and, and uh, also, nice, yeah. yeah, very much so. And Tallahassee, I <laughs> Uh, is obsessed with fucking crepe myrtles. Yeah. I don't know. They're fucking obsessed with crepe myrtles. Okay. I like crepe myrtles too. I have a crepe myrtle staff actually from a wild crepe myrtle. But yeah, Tallahassee takes care of its place. And um, so that's where I live. That's where I live. But what was the question? I was saying to you that so you're an investigator and stuff. So like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I work with I work with Outcast Paranormal. Outcast with a K. Outcast yes. with a K. And uh, they're good guys. Uh, it's uh, James Brost, a guy named Ryan Gullambesti, RPG for short, and Stacy Brown. Now, these guys have, uh, for example, RPG. He used to work on the set of Finding Bigfoot on uh, Animal Planet. Uh, Stacy Brown has several movies out. He, he works also with Les Stroud, you Survivor Man. You, you heard of him? Survivor Man. I have heard his name. Yeah, he's from Canada. I'm quite a like, I'm I'm one of these people. I only go for certain people that I really, really like. And really, I don't follow hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of teams. I go for the ones that I really do believe in and ones yeah. that I think represent to me. Like we we attach, you know. Hello, Coffin Crew. Just saying hello. The Coffin Crew is my man. That is my fella. Hello, darling. You okay? Awesome. You need to hook him up tonight, girl. Give him some. 
he's in Texas. Unless I'm going to grow wings. Well, you got you. You can use the Zoom. Do that. (laughs) 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 Anyway, uh, so (laughs) so um, uh, Stacy Stacy is the producer and the lead investigator about Casperanol, and I'm actually in a a movie called The Skunk Ape Experiments. It's on Amazon right now. You can rent it for three ninety nine. I'm 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 uh, the very last scene. I'm in that movie. I am the sorcerer. At the end of that movie. Oh wow! Oh, and wow. Uh, it's I'll not, buy that when I get paid and have a watch yeah, three ninety nine. Um, uh, the skunk ape experiments and the skunk ape is basically a Florida Bigfoot. That's what we call Bigfoot in Florida. We have them here. We definitely have them here. So um, but we call what is we call them skunk apes. Like what is a like? Obviously, like I know a little bit about them, but for people that don't, what are sk- skunk apes? A skunk ape is the type of Bigfoot. It's a, it, it's basically a Bigfoot. It's just a Florida, uh, southern Florida United Florida. States, Florida version of a, of a of a Bigfoot of a Sasquatch. And they do live up to the reputation of being a skunk ape. They fucking stink. It's horrible. You've skunk ape. You've got a Bigfoot. You've got Yeti. Yeah. There are so many different names like that category what uh what big They're basically the same thing. There's just a little there there's there's slight slight difference in the DNA, but they're the same shit. They're the same thing. What what um energies would you say that you've actually um come into communication with and that you've had to help people with like what sort of and do you believe in like crypto stuff as well? Obviously you've said skunk ape, so you do believe in it in an extent, but yeah. what experiences have you had that have been unusual? So I, I yeah, I've came in contact with uh human spirits before. Uh I came in contact with this crazy ass fucking woman and I'll I'll say it like it is, she was a fucking bitch. And um she was just fucking obsessed. I, I kept I kept picking her up on um, a digital uh, digital recorder, saying, "I want my goddamn Kool Aid." <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I had to listen to that shit over and over for like twenty minutes to make sure I was really hearing that shit. I want my goddamn Kool Aid. Like this bitch <laughs> want her Kool Aid, y'all. And I told her, I was like, "This bitch want her Kool Aid, y'all." So we went out and we made some Kool-Aid, you know, the red Kool-Aid. That's what we call it in, in, in the South down here. We say, we don't, we don't call it strawberry or any of that bullshit. We say, what kind of flavor Kool-Aid do you want? Red. That's how we, so we, we yeah. made some red Kool-Aid. We sat it on the counter of this old house where this woman lived and we called it a cob house. Now a cob house, a cob house is a house that's made out of a hardwood and lighter. And the the insulation is corn husks. Yeah, a cob house. All right. Now this was up in West Virginia. All right. So I made that fucking bitch Kool Aid. We walked around, you know, we did our thing, whatever. I don't know, seven, eight, ten hours. Jesus, it took for fucking ever, you know, by the love of Lucifer. And we walk, we walk. As soon as we three of us walk back into the kitchen. That fucking, it was a glass jar of fucking Kool-Aid. It just fucking, that motherfucker shattered, girl. Them boys was running left and right. Some of them was hot. So I was, you know, I was checking them out as they were running. But I didn't run. Whatever. Eh. 
And I'm anonymous. So, I don't know. I know it sounds silly, but... No, yeah. not at all. Like, I, I'm not being funny, but if you're in the paranormal field, in the paranormal field, anything's possible, guys. Seriously, like, you're never surprised. You're never surprised. Like, everything just... It, you could be in it 20 years, 40 years, and you're always learning. You're always... Yeah, gaining new things. You're always coming. Well, I'm, 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 I get consulted a lot by investigators. Investigators will consult me because they know I'm in this shit deep and I'm not leaving. Um, for example, Brandon. There's a guy named Brandon Crody. Brandon mm-hmm. Crody. He has a show on Paraflix called Paranormal in the Funhouse. Yes. Now I've been on two of his uh, two episodes of his show, season three. I was on season three, Opera House Part Two, and I was on season three, um, Mason's Lobster Rolls. Mason's Lobster Rolls is a restaurant. Uh, So I've been on his episode twice. Yeah, I know, right? Quite a few paranormal shows and stuff then. Uh, Technically, I've been on three, working on four, because we got to go to Pensacola, Florida, Next month, uh, to a guy's house named David Eckhart, who's having issues with interdimensional entities. Ooh, now that will be very interesting. That so, will be very interesting. Yeah. What's your See, we went on? we went over there once before and did some preliminary stuff. And when I was over there, I did some uh, ritual magic using the Hebrew language. And David said, David called me two year uh, two 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 days later and said. I don't know what the fuck you did, but they have they are stirred up and fucking angry. They are crazy right now. So So what is your what's your view on extra extra telestial? I think I think they are what they are. I think they are what they are. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that, you know, uh, everybody's gotten jumped on this bad bandwagon that extraterrestrials are demons and that demons and extraterrestrials are one and the same. I don't believe that shit at all. I don't. Um, I think they're. They're all each of their own, aren't they? They're like they may all be in the same sort of division, and they're all part of uh, the strange and the unknown things that you're not really sure. supposed to know much about. But they they've all got their own individual characters and ways of of being, haven't they? Absolutely. So and, and the technology of an extraterrestrial entity is uh, specifically like the ones that um, we're investigating with David Eckhart. It's almost impossible to to distinguish science technology from sorcery. They are that goddamn advanced. They are that fucking advanced. Like solid walls and shit, anything so, that that's that's nothing to them. They can pass through that yeah. shit like a spirit. So it's oh, yeah. it's and, not it's yeah. easy to for an extraterrestrial to be confused for a spirit or a demon oh, or an angel, blah blah blah, oh, yeah. because their technology is profound. I mean, look at Star Trek. A lot of that shit on Star Trek is coming coming to fruition. Yeah. So, well, I think that a lot of the films and stuff that are based on that sort of thing are actually based on real life events or experiences that people have. You know, I, I, I think that a lot of them sort of films and stuff or programs really do represent something that is actually really happening. It's just the way, like, there, there's messages in those programs. Just a yeah. lot of people that are closed don't realise it. But I do believe in, uh, yeah, I do believe in taking it on a uh, case-by-case basis depending on what I'm dealing with. But, yes, I believe extraterrestrials are are what they are. They're extraterrestrials. Uh, demons, yeah. infernal spirits, celestial spirits, human spirits, 
they are what they are. They are what they are. I don't believe that demons and aliens are one and the same and all that bullshit. Now, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Here, here, here's something that I'm, I, you would think that, that I would be, but I'm still not fully convinced. But Stacy Brown, the head investigator, the producer of Outcast Paranormal, Outcast with a K, um, he's been studying, um, Sasquatch and Skunk Ape. He lives 10 minutes down the road from me, but he's been studying this shit for fucking years, years. And Stacy, Stacy will tell you that anytime a Sasquatch slash skunk ape slash Bigfoot um, is in, in is in proximity, that his cameras batter the batteries in his cameras go fucking dead. That strange shit starts to happen to his equipment. Now, why would a biological entity like a skunk ape, a Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever? Have any effect on uh, you, you, you technical electrical equipment? What the fuck's going on with that shit? You I know? think that they all come from different dimensions. Like because if you think about it, when you hear about people that have had sightings with um, with Bigfoot and things like that, like they say that they've seen they've seen Bigfoot and then suddenly he was walking and he disappeared. I do believe that they go into different dimensions. They come come in and out of our our world. I do believe that they have a place where they belong, just like aliens do and spirit do and you know, that um even though they are known to like live in caves and stuff like that, I do believe that, that, that there is a doorway that they go through and come out. Like that's why sometimes when you see them walk and they just suddenly disappear into thin air. Well that and that's what I believe they're going through doorways. I believe they're going through other do- dimensions. That like they they're not just in one place. So I believe that they and, go in a lot. Yeah, of and that's where and that's where Stacy is at now because they, yeah. based on his personal, I, I haven't experienced Sasquatch. I haven't experienced Skunk Ape. I've been out in the woods and I've smelt some pretty fucked up things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. But Stacy, Stacy had turned over a whole different leaf of belief. Because of what he 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 has experienced with these fucking things, I and, can't say, and I he can't believes say that he believes that there is a powerful, powerful supernatural element to the Sasquatch. Oh yeah, definitely, and I believe that one hundred percent. Like because you know I've heard stories where people have said they've seen they've seen them and suddenly they disappeared. Yes. Um, I do believe also that sometimes that, that, that maybe they can manifest themselves into an animal sort of creature so that they can get away quicker. I do believe they can do a lot of a lot of things. And um, I, like you, I've not personally seen a Bigfoot or anything, but I've had an experience when I was on an investigation where I was under this massive wood tent thing that had been built in the middle of the woods. And somebody was saying to me, that is a Bigfoot's um, home. That's where they would put their babies. I was sat inside it. There was this a mighty bang down on the on on the wood like and you could hear like a like when they actually come at you you can hear this mad scream sound i can't explain it like this i could hear it from miles off and you could it like when it got near it's like the whole part of the area around me shook because they are big okay and it smacked down on this wood thing and it made me jump and i run out i couldn't physically see him because by the time i turned around to try and see what I was looking at, it was gone. But mm-hmm. I do believe that I may have had an experience with him. I just I didn't get to see him. And, and I you may have. You probably did. 
You probably yeah, did. Uh, I know there's a belief. Uh, there's a there's a strong belief in the British Isles uh, of shape shifting werewolves and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And see, New Orleans, New Orleans is only four hours, roughly four to five hours away from me. And uh, uh, the, the Rue Glorou, you heard of the Rue Glorou? Uh, I'm not really that familiar on that one. No. <clears throat> All right, the Rue Glorou is, is believed to be a uh, it, it's a type of werewolf. That, that lives in Louisiana, the swamps of Louisiana, New Orleans. It comes from the French word loop garou, loop garou. Yeah, I've heard, they call, loop, 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 yeah, I've heard that, but not yeah, but they, but in in uh, over in Louisiana, New Orleans, the Creole, they the Creole they call it rougarou. It's believed to be a shapeshifter. It's believed to be a shapeshifter. Um, so you know, there you go. There's that. There's that. And so uh, like, when so I went over there, I went over to New Orleans about five, six years ago, went over to New Orleans and me and my husband and uh, a couple of friends, we went over there and we went to Marie Laveau's grave, Madame Marie Laveau. You know who that is. Um, Marie Laveau is to be respected 100 percent. But we went to St. Louis Cemetery, number one. This is before you had to go with a uh, <clears throat> before you had to go with a guide or whatever the fuck. We went out there. I left some offerings of candles incense, uh, sandalwood oil, stuff like that, and prayed to Marie Laveau and asked her for this and this and this and that. But it's believed that uh, the 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 Rue is actually a, a, a hybrid of, uh, and this, this is not uncommon either, between a spirit and a biological entity. Spiritual biological entities are not uncommon among uh, the Voodoo or Voodoo Pantheon. And the Native Americans and even the Creole, the Native Creole people in New Orleans and uh, Louisiana and places like that, uh, they believe that. They believe that shit. Yeah, Mike's into that sort of stuff. Mike, that's in the room. He's a, 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 a practitioner in that. He's very, very, very good as well. Um, uh, and it's really interesting what he's actually saying there. What if Bigfoot are the original inhabitants on Earth and humans are actually the aliens? You know, I, I've actually, um, what, okay, let me read it. What if Bigfoot are the original inhabitants of the other humans? Yeah, sure. Um, absolutely. Maybe we are, maybe we, we did come from Mars originally, you know, and maybe the, the true inhabitants of this earth is the Sasquatch, is the Bigfoot, and maybe we're just fucking shit up. Well, yeah, and I believe that that's a, a lot of that energy, like, obviously, um, so, do you believe in like um like what do you think in like like obviously you've said about the werewolf so you must have some sort of belief in that but what about like things like vampire and stuff like that now I'm really big on vampire um I do believe that there are werewolves it was really strange because last night I was having a conversation with my partner and he said to me what sort of things do you believe exist do you believe things like werewolves exist and so I said why would they not you know we've got wolves we've got human why would they not like it may not be exactly what we are portrayed to see on tv but i do believe they're there the same with vampires vampires even though on on tv they're portrayed as a human being and they're, they're this that yeah they do look very humanified but there are different traits of vampire as well you know you've got ones that suck blood you've got ones that suck your energy like they suck uh, positivity out of you you've got so many different yeah. And then you got vampires like me that suck. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people say that to me. They're like, like, 
you've got really pale skin, Sherry. You look like a vampire. I haven't. I'm like I'm tanned, but I have got a really big fascination with, with vampire. I, I do find them very fascinating. And um, I came across a page that my partner sent me the other day where there were actually people that actually practice and say that they're vampires, and it's so fascinating. Well, you have a yeah, you have a lot of modern vampires, you know, yeah. uh, that are that that aren't vampires in the traditional uh, sense of the word. You, you you do have those, but I believe that uh, there there I believe that there is a vampiric spirit, not yeah. anything that's not anything that's flesh and blood, but there is a vampiric spirit that does exist out there. Um, this has been talked about. Yeah, this has been talked about in many cultures. Um, from Romania to ancient Egypt to Samaria, uh, even among certain Native American tribes, there is vampiric spirits that that do exist out there. Um, I do agree hey, in that. I love I love Anne Rice. I've read all her fucking books. They're great. The Vampire Lestat. I lust after him every night, baby. Come bite me, baby. Come bite me. But you know. Uh, true vampires, I don't believe, exist in the flesh and blood, which is unfortunate. But I believe that they are of a spirit, uh, a spiritual nature. That's how they exist. Yeah, no, like I do believe that they're more in a spiritual nature as well. Like um, I've had experiences where I've been out on investigations and I've had a certain energy that's come over and they've gone, we want your neck, we want to bite you, you've got a beautiful... And I'm like, what are you? I am a vampire. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? Like, and... Um, you know, I, I I 100% do believe that they're out there. I do. Like like you said, not in flesh and blood, not not at all. Yeah, you've got people that like to portray themselves as being vampires. They like drinking blood. They like doing this, doing that. Yeah, they're human vampire traits, okay? Sure. But in reality, real vampire, like you said, is in, is in a spiritual form. That's you know right. I mean, even, even Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, and I got some issues with them. Me and you will talk. We you can talk about this later. I'm not going to talk about it right now with my issues and hangups with them. But even Ed Lorraine Warren said that vampires are of a spirit, a spiritual nature. Yeah. They're not physical uh, beings that walk around drinking blood. They're a type of spirit that does that. So, Vampires won't tell you they are a vampire. Why would they not tell you that you're a, that they're vampires? If they're in a spirit form, why would they not tell you? It's not like you can 100% see them and things like that. You know, like they're not going to be scared of you, are they? No. So they do tell you. So what else you got, baby? Because I'm going to have to um, go soon, girl. I don't want to, but yeah, I do no. have to. No, like literally, like normally I only do an hour show and I have gone over that time with you, which I don't care because we have had a really, really good time. I but think I so. Would like, I would like you to come back again, um, Ken. And yeah. We have Mistress B next time because yeah. this has been very interesting and stuff. I know that you've got your boy to sort out and you've got things you've got to get sorted, but I do appreciate you being on there. A big shout out to all of our guys that have come in the room and supported me and Ken tonight on our show. We mm-hmm. hope that you have found it very interesting. We will talk more about Ken's um, faiths and stuff when we get Mistress B up because it'd be really good to have them both together. They they go really well together, so you you'll get a lot more interesting stuff like you have had tonight. But lots of love, light to all of you. Big shout out to all of the streaming networks, TV networks, all of our supporters, everybody that's been in the show today. Lots of love, light to all of you. Thank you, Bold Bonkers, for letting us have the show. 
But for me, it is the end. Be safe. Be real. Would you like to say anything quickly, Ken, to, your, to the uh, I just want to say thank you guys for being so open-minded, respectful, and uh, tuning in. Obviously, Sherry, she is a wonderful, beautiful woman. And uh, her husband, her husband-to-be should be happy, lucky, and do a little bit of a square dancing jig. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know what that means. I don't know if y'all got any kind of square dancing in England or not, but that's some good shit over here, y'all. Yeah. Nothing but love. Yeah, thank you. So, obviously, again, it's been an honour to have you on here, um, Ken, and I've really enjoyed to have you up here, and I will get you Oh, right and uh, real quick, I want to say, yeah, it can be fun. Exactly. I want to say real quick, uh, listen, Levian Satanism, there's nothing evil or demented or fucked up about it. Even some aspects of theistic Satanism, where they actually do believe in a real entity called Satan, there's nothing evil about that mm-hmm. shit. So don't discriminate. Educate. Don't discriminate. Exactly. Educate. Exactly. Be open. Be open-minded and don't be so quick to listen to the bullshit. Listen to the real, okay? The person that's sitting here telling you. So just be just be you guys. And you believe in what you want to believe in. Don't let other people lead you the other way. Be who you want to be. That That's really important in this world. It's good to be yourselves, okay? Um, and just be safe. Be real, be true, and like like Ken said, do not be judgmental, okay? Do a bit of studying and research before you make a perception on someone. Okay, guys, and we love you all. Lots of love, light, and blessings, and a merry parting from us all. And we'll see you all very soon. One,